Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kits. And I'm Mitzi, Oven Mitt, Molly's right-hand gal and bubbly co-host on the show. You are bubbly, Mitzi. So I've been told. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's day three of our seventh week, listeners. Only one ingredient left until our grand finale cook-along. Can you guess what it is yet? We've got a great episode for you all today. First up, we are bubbling over with scientific knowledge in Pressing Questions. Then we have a superhero adventure in our wild card. It's going to be a fun one, Molly. Let's get to it. To the theme. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Bring back Butterfoo. Bring back Butterfoo. Mystery recipe. So, Molly, question. Mitzi, answer. Ah, oh, that was fun. We should do that little exchange more. Um, what does it mean to be bubbly? I would say you're very bubbly, Mitzi. I've heard. People keep calling me that, but I don't really get it. I mean, I'm made of fabric. I'm cuddly, maybe. Quilted, for sure. Heat-resistant, by design. But aren't only liquid things bubbly? Well, bubbly can literally mean something with bubbles in it, like seltzer water. But it can also describe how someone behaves or their personality. Ah, okay. But when it's used to describe someone's personality, what does it mean? Well, do you know what I like to do when I don't know something? Huh, very funny, Molly. You, of course, know everything. I really don't, Mitzi. When I don't know something, I look it up. Or listeners, maybe ask your grown-ups to look it up for you. So you're suggesting I should look up what it means to have a bubbly personality? Exactly. Okay, I will do just that. Maybe after this segment? Sounds good. Listeners, it's time for Pressing Questions. Pressing Questions is a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of an experiment. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate this science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. Let's hear it. There are so many things to keep track of in baking. Buttermilk versus milk and baking powder versus baking soda. How do I make sure my baked goods get enough height from their leaveners? That was Stella from New York, and this is a great question. To find the answer, we are going to do an experiment comparing milk, buttermilk, and two different types of chemical leaveners, baking powder and baking soda. Grown-ups, if you want to try this experiment after the episode, here's what you'll need. Masking tape. Marker. Four glasses, a quarter cup plus a quarter cup milk measured separately, a quarter cup plus a quarter cup buttermilk measured separately, one teaspoon plus one teaspoon baking powder measured separately, 
and one teaspoon plus one teaspoon baking soda, measured separately, plus a spoon. I called up Stella to help us with today's experiment. Hey, Stella, how's it going? Good. Amazing. So you wanted to know why some baking recipes call for buttermilk instead of regular milk. And in order to find out the answer, we are going to mix buttermilk and regular milk with two different leaveners, baking powder and baking soda, and see what happens. But before we get started, do you know what a leavener is, Stella? A leavener is something that helps a baked good rise. We learned all about them back in Season 2, Week 6, in case you listeners are inspired to learn more about them after the episode. But they are the ingredients in your baked goods like cakes, muffins, or pancakes that help make things light and fluffy. So for today's experiment, we are going to see how both baking powder and baking soda react to milk and buttermilk in order to understand the differences between them. Are you ready to get started? Yes. All right, then. Let's do this. First, we want to use masking tape and a marker to make four labels. Milk plus baking powder. Milk plus baking soda. Buttermilk plus baking powder. And buttermilk plus baking soda. Add one label to each glass. All right, all set. Perfect. Now it's time to make a prediction. Which combination of liquid and leavener do you think will create the most bubbles? Milk and baking soda? And why do you think so? Like, I feel like you use baking soda to make fake volcanoes. I think the buttermilk might have less because it's more sticky. Great thoughts. Let's see what happens. Go ahead and add a quarter cup milk to each glass labeled milk. And then add a quarter cup buttermilk to each glass labeled buttermilk. Perfect. Now add one teaspoon baking powder to each glass labeled baking powder, and add one teaspoon baking soda to each glass labeled baking soda. Use a spoon to gently stir together the mixture in each glass, cleaning the spoon between glasses. And now we are going to let the mixture sit for five minutes. All set. All right. Well, while these glasses get all bubbly, that sounds like enough time for me to go and find out what it means to be bubbly. Sounds like a plan to me, Mitzi. And while you're doing that research, I'm going to go ahead and fast forward. Bubbly! I'm back. And sorry. Sorry? Yeah, I don't mean to be so bubbly all the time. But being bubbly is a good thing, Mitzi. Sometimes, but other times it can be intrusive and annoying. Where did you learn that? The internet. I looked up what it means to be bubbly, like you suggested. And let me tell you, everyone on the internet has a lot of opinions. Well, that's definitely true. Some people said being bubbly means someone who is lively and cheerful and talks a lot, which is totally me. Totally, and I love it. Ah, thanks, Molly. But then someone else said being bubbly means someone who is deliberately isolating themselves from any culture, ideas, or people that exist outside of their immediate purview. What? Yeah, I had to look up what, like, half of those words even meant, but it wasn't a good thing, ultimately. Well, I don't think you fit that description of bubbly. Thank goodness. And then yet another website said someone with a bubbly personality craves social interaction and will often strike up conversations with strangers at work, in public, or at parties. 
Sort of true. I do like to strike up conversations with people at work, in public, or at parties, but not because I crave social interaction. I'm just nice. Listen, Mitzi, I guess I should have warned you when I said to look up the definition of bubbly online. Not everything you read on the internet is going to be true. Really? Really. Anyone can post something online, which is great. It means the internet is an amazing space where we can learn about each other and hear from all different types of people in all different kinds of places. But sometimes you have to try and figure out which sources you can trust. Trust my sources? Like sweet and sour? Barbecue? Ranch? Well, what do sources have anything to do with this? Not sauces, Mitzi. Sources. A source is where the information is coming from. So take Bubbly, for example. If I were to look up Bubbly in the dictionary, like Merriam-Webster, for example, it would say, Oh, I know this one. I just checked. It says, full of bubbles, which happens to be true right now because I just chugged some seltzer, but is not always the case. Uh. Resembling a bubble. A little bit true, actually. I'm more like a pocket than a bubble, Molly, but I will admit there are some similarities. Or full of or showing good spirit. Lively. See, that I think describes you very well. And Merriam-Webster is a very well-known and long-trusted dictionary. Finding a source like the dictionary that you know you can trust is important. As opposed to... As opposed to finding something on some random website or blog that one random person wrote. That might be their opinion, or it could just be an incorrect fact. Huh. So I should be checking my sources whenever I look something up online. And I am full of good spirit. This all sounds great to me, Molly, which also gives me an idea. Oh? I'll be back. All right. Well, while Mitzi is doing whatever it is she ran off to do... Let's check back in with Stella about how their experiment is going. So, Stella, it's been five minutes. How are your glasses looking? The buttermilk and baking powder rose a lot and looks very puffy. The buttermilk and baking soda rose a little bit. It's a little bit lower than the buttermilk and baking powder. And the milk and baking powder rose just a tiny bit. The milk and baking soda just didn't do anything. Awesome. We had the same results when we tried this experiment in our recipe lab. Are you ready to hear the science behind why this was the case? Yes. Well, I will tell you in just one moment, because right now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. I'm excited to tell you about our latest partner, Go Noodle. Go Noodle shares videos and games that get kids up and moving and develop their wellness, mental health, and resilience. They are in millions of homes and more than 90% of U.S. public and private elementary schools. And now you and your kids can find videos from ATK Kids on their website that make exploring the science behind food and cooking fun. Together, we are excited to encourage a new generation of empowered cooks, engaged eaters, and curious experimenters with videos all about recipes, experiments, and other dynamic kitchen how-tos. Kids love Go Noodle because it's fun. Teachers love it because it engages students. And we think you'll love it too. To learn more, visit GoNoodle.com. Molly. Chad. 
I wanted to tell our listeners all about the complete cookbook for young scientists. This book answers the big food questions that kids want to know through fun and accessible science experiments that they can do at home, plus a ton of tasty and doable recipes that help demonstrate the concepts. So instead of just saying that, I thought we could try one of the experiments from the book. That sounds amazing. Let's do it. So in this experiment, we're going to learn where bubbles in a bottle of soda come from by dropping two different objects into glasses of seltzer and observing how they affect the seltzer's bubbliness. Okay, so you're just going to drop that grape into your glass of cold seltzer and then tell me what happens. Okay, here I go. A little bubbly. They're kind of just sticking to the grape. All right, let's try the raisin. Interesting. Yeah, so the raisin is bubbling, and those bubbles are kind of making their way towards the surface. What's the reason? You're going to have to read about it in the complete cookbook for young scientists available wherever books are sold. And we're back. And I can hear Mitzi furiously typing from the other room. But we'll find out what she's up to in a minute. Because first, it's time... Done! Oh, I think maybe she's done. Molly! Did I make it back in time for the science? You did. Ah, I love the science! What science? All right, Stella, let's talk about why we saw the results we did. In the America's Test Kitchen Kids lab, the glass with buttermilk and baking powder had the most bubbles after five minutes. The glass with milk and baking powder and the glass with buttermilk and baking soda both bubbled too, just not quite as much. There were no bubbles in the glass with milk and baking soda. In order to understand why, let's first talk about the difference between baking powder and baking soda. Oh, I know this one! From Season 2, Week 6, Episode 1, a source I most certainly trust. You want to tell our listeners? I do! Baking soda and baking powder are both chemical leaveners. They help baked goods rise without the need to use yeast. Even though their names are similar and they're both used in baking recipes, they work in different ways. When baking soda comes in contact with an acid, it creates bubbles of carbon dioxide gas. Baking powder, on the other hand, already contains an acid and it contains some baking soda, so it needs only a liquid, any liquid, to start creating carbon dioxide gas. Nicely said, Mitzi. So then, can you figure out what the difference is between milk and buttermilk then? Well, seeing as the baking soda reacted with the buttermilk and it did not react with the plain milk, I'd say buttermilk has acid in it. That's why both the milk and buttermilk created bubbles when mixed with the baking powder. That's correct. The bacteria that grow in or are added to buttermilk produce something called lactic acid. The lactic acid makes buttermilk more acidic and allows it to react differently in a baked good than just regular milk. Huh. So because buttermilk is more acidic than plain milk, when the baking soda was added to that glass, it reacted with the buttermilk's acid to create bubbles. Exactly. Which is why if you don't have buttermilk for a recipe, plain milk will not work. But you can sometimes substitute yogurt for buttermilk, which also has fermented and therefore includes lactic acid. Or you can make one of the substitutions Andrea taught us in how-to time by adding lemon juice or cream of tartar to regular milk. Wow! Good tips there, Molly. Molly is also a source that I would trust for this kind of thing, listeners. 
Thanks, Mitzi. And thank you, Stella, for your help with today's experiment. Thanks, Molly. Bye. So, Mitzi, what were you running off to make? Well, when you said anyone could put something on the internet, I thought, I am anyone. And then we learned about trusted sources, and I was thinking about sauces, and so I made this. The sauce source. Yes. It's a website where I rate sauces. See, look, it says the number one trusted source for rating sauces. I am a trusted source because I love sauces. Mitzi, I love this. But I don't know if you can say you're the number one trusted source for rating sauces. Number one according to who? According to me. If you're rating sauces, Mitzi, those aren't really facts. Those are just your opinions. What now? A fact is something that is definitely true. Like, you are an oven mitt. Fact. An opinion is something that I believe. Like, you are the best oven mitt in the whole world. You really think so? I do, yes. But that's my opinion. It's not a fact, because I haven't met every oven mitt in the whole world. And what I like about oven mitts might not be what other people like. Huh. So that means what I think is great about sauce is just my opinion. It's not a fact. That's right. And it's fine to post our opinions on the internet, but we should call them opinions when we do. Okay. I hear you loud and clear, boss. Let me uh, just go make a couple changes here. Great. And while you do that, we have one segment left for you. It's time for our wild card. Enjoy. In a world much like ours, a child was born. A child with extraordinary abilities. A child named Janet. Janet could rise up and stretch her limbs out to great lengths. Goo, 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 whoa! Janet, get back down here. Hi, birdie. We actually told you all about Janet already. Don't you remember? Back in season two, she saved her town from the evil comrade Buttonface. <laughs> who vowed to make everything in their world flat. Thankfully, Janet used her stretchy limbs and super clever brain to make him burp himself out of the picture by feeding him baking powder and buttermilk during the annual pancake eating contest. <laughs> After that, things for Janet really started taking off. The town loved her. We love you. And she loved her town. I love you too. She booked a few local appearances. Well, we sprinkled baking powder on his pancakes. And then I used my stretchy arms to grab the buttermilk from my fridge at home. And then a podcast or two. And so then... I used my stretchy arms to grab the buttermilk from my fridge at home. A few morning talk shows. So, yeah, I had to use my stretchy arms to grab the buttermilk from my fridge at home. And then a few evening talk shows. So I used... You know the story. Until one day, our fearless leader and everyone's favorite hero... Please don't call me that. Called you what? Everyone's favorite hero. I'm just Janet. 
I just have stretchy arms and stopped a mean person one time. It was no big deal. But you used your stretchy arms to grab the buttermilk from your fridge at home. Yeah, but whatever. Whatever, that's like one thing I did one time, and now it's all anyone ever talks about. I wish I had never grabbed that buttermilk. You what? I wish I had never grabbed that buttermilk. I hate buttermilk now. I wish all buttermilk would just disappear. And then it did. All the buttermilk just disappeared. Uh, hey, do you guys have any buttermilk? What? I... uh, No, sorry. Hey, where'd all my buttermilk go? Hey, did someone take my buttermilk? I was going to make some pancakes with that. Where's my buttermilk? Where did all the buttermilk go? Okay, calm down. Everyone calm down. Uh, Let's take a deep breath. There's got to be a reasonable explanation for all of this. Janet didn't want to tell the town that she had wished the buttermilk away. (gasps) Wait, you what? Oh man, they can hear me? Of course we can hear you. You're standing right there. What do you mean you wished away all the buttermilk? Wish it back, why don't you? Yeah, what a selfish thing to do, wishing away all the buttermilk. You don't gotta buy it, but maybe I want some. The crowd quickly grew as word spread, and things started to get out of control. Bring back buttermilk! Bring back buttermilk! I'm sorry! Okay? I'm... I'm sorry. A hush fell across the room. They can hear the hush. You don't need to narrate that part. It was dramatic. Listen, everyone. He's right. Thank you. No, no, I I mean, uh, I did wish away all the buttermilk. I was just so tired of telling the same story over and over again. The one where you used your stretchy arms to grab the buttermilk from your fridge at home? Yes, that one. It felt like that's all anyone ever wanted to hear from me. And that was just a thing I did one time. It's not who I am. I'm also a really great basketball coach. And I love rocking newborn babies to sleep at the hospital. I also volunteer with the fire department saving cats who get stuck in trees. Makes sense. I was just frustrated that all anyone ever wanted to talk about was the buttermilk thing. But it wasn't fair of me to wish it all away. I'm sorry. No, we're sorry. You're what? Yeah, we're the sorry ones, Janet. Of course you're more than just one heroic deed you did that one time. You know the one where you used your stretchy arms? Yes, we know. Right. It wasn't fair of us to get so caught up and reduce you down to that one moment. You're a person too. And we have so many other reasons to appreciate you. Thank you, Janet. Yeah, thank you, Janet. Thank you for being the best basketball coach I ever had. I can dunk because of you. And thank you for rocking those babies to sleep at the hospital. We wouldn't trust anyone else to hold 12 babies at the same time. Yeah, and thank you for saving my cat from that tree. He goes up there every week. 
I feel like at this point, it's just so he can see you. Aww. It's okay that the buttermilk is all gone because it taught us to appreciate all those things you do for this town. We love you, Janet. Love you, Janet. We love you, Janet. And she loved them too. I love you too. And just like that, the buttermilk returned. Hey, it's back. The buttermilk's back. Say, you said it was coming back before it actually did. How did you know it was coming back, narrator person? The town rejoiced and did not ask too many questions. Happy to have their buttermilk back and with a newfound appreciation for their beloved hero. Just Janet is fine. With the newfound appreciation for Janet. We certainly do. All right, Molly, can I show you my updated sauce source? I would love to see it. And voila! The sauce source, an internet destination for one of Admit's thoughts and musings about what she thinks is the ultimate sauce. I love it. Molly, can I quote you on that for the site? You absolutely can. Well, I think we are out of time for today, listeners. Which means we have come to the end of Buttermilk Week. And what a week it was. We learned all about how buttermilk and cultured buttermilk are made, how to substitute for it in a recipe, and that lactic acid in buttermilk makes it acidic. Yeah, Molly! Yeah, Mitzi? This means that next episode will reveal our final ingredient in this season's mystery recipe. Ah, I can't wait! <laughs> so far, we've talked about salt, heavy cream, butter, sugar, vanilla extract, flour, and buttermilk. You'll have to tune in soon to find out what the final ingredient will be. After we find out our final ingredient, we'll be dropping a special episode that will reveal our mystery recipe for Season 5 and give your grown-ups a shopping list so you can all cook along with us in the season finale cook-along. Can't wait for that! If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend. It's a great way to support our show. Or you can give us a review. Until next time, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking! Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum. And I am Roasted Salted Cashews. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a big barrel of cheese puffs. Andrea Bobjan is a white cheddar Cheez-It, and Katie O'Hara is a goldfish cracker, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, an apple, and Matt Boynton, a salt and vinegar potato chip of ultraviolet audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and his popcorn. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She is a Twix. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also salsa. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a nacho cheese Dorito. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a spicy pickle. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a tortilla chip. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a chocolate-covered pretzel. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, 
Executive Food Editor, Susanna McFerrin. Associate Art Director, Gabby Hamanoff. Deputy Food Editor, Afton Cyrus. Associate Editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger. Editorial Assistant, Julia Arwin. Photo Test Cook, Ashley Stoyanov. And Test Cook, Faye Yang. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Brian Green, Gina DeMay, Tiffany Witcher, and Yorgos Sivernides. Thanks again to our sponsors, Driscoll's, the National Mango Board, and Green Pan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. So, Mitzi, you never mentioned what you thought the number one sauce was. Oh, it's chipotle aioli. Huh. It's got everything. A little spicy kick, smooth, rich, tart, fun name, hard to spell. What more could you ask for? Huh, that's interesting. You are incorrect, though. What? The best sauce is definitely ketchup. Hey, that's... (laughs) It's your opinion, and nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's basically a fact. Uh, opinion. We just learned about this. I'm only kidding. Come on, all this sauce talk is making me want some chicken nuggets. Wahoo! grown-ups, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.